It's lights out and away we go. Verstappen away well, as is Leclerc, as is Sainz and Hamilton covers. And then Alrighty. Day one IndyCar all done. Um, it's been a very long day. Um, I'm sunburnt and sweaty, but I had the best time. Um, day started very early in the morning. My flight was at 6.30. Came down, quick change, went right to the track. Um, I got there right around the time of practice for the USF Pro 2000. So one of the interesting things about IndyCar weekends, or this one specifically, is there's actually a lot of different leagues and races happening. Um, most notably beyond IndyCar, um, Indy Next happens. And Indy Next is the racing series, it's kind of the feeder series, almost like a Formula 2 for IndyCar and our girl three-time W Series winner Jamie Chadwick is racing in Indy Next this year so it was really cool to see her drive. Um, the other exciting thing about today is that the paddock was open so anyone could walk through and it was incredible. They had just like I walked in when I walked in there were just cars out just like in the middle of the paddock um, and you could get right up close to them you could I, I don't know if you could touch them I didn't touch them so I'm not sure if you're allowed to do that I probably would avoid doing that in general but um, then there was a big IndyCar driver autograph session hung out in the media center during that luckily <laughs> the media center is air-conditioned that was a big lifesaver um, and then the IndyCar series practice was the kind of last event of the day. There were a couple other things, but um, very eventful, free practice for them. Um, practice works pretty much the same as it does for Formula One. So not really any, any huge differences there. The biggest change that I noticed, which... Um, is really cool is that their pits are are much smaller than Formula One. So I can post pictures of it as well, but I my seat is right actually on the pit wall. And it's really just kind of a box and then there's just people kind of standing all around. And the rule is there can only be six people over the pit wall at a time. So their pit stops are much slower than a Formula One pit stop. Um, and the strategy is just different there because you have all of these requirements with that. Tomorrow is Quali, which will be really exciting. Um, and then a couple races as well for the other leagues that are, are racing. Um, also an autograph session for Indy Next, so very exciting. Um, and today I actually got to speak to Roman Grosjean's personal assistant. His name is Morgan. All right. So we are here with Morgan. How y'all doing? Um, and Morgan works currently for Roman Grosjean. Mm -hmm. um, and tell us a little bit more about your role. So I'm his uh, personal assistant, so I do everything for that guy. Everything. <laughs> so, um, but I enjoy it. So mm -hmm. when it comes down to 
going to the store, picking up groceries, picking up like clothes or if it's the smallest little thing, I have to go get it. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so is that, that's 24 seven? Is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, all this content, all the stuff I do for him. Uh, or he just texts me like he just did from minutes ago, yeah. wanting certain things done. But yeah. yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not as bad. It's not as bad. I have yeah. my free time. So. So are you the mastermind behind his incredible TikTok? I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, some stuff, a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, he's he's blown up on TikTok. He's how it started, right? No. So I have my own TikTok. So I was in the transporter, 2021. That's when he first started with us. Um, it was my first year ever doing IndyCar, mm-hmm. and I was just filming, messing with him, and it blew up. So a lot of people overseas, yeah. like his fans from F1 or people here. And they just start requesting, requesting stuff, requesting stuff. And that's him now. <laughs> uh, so it was um, to the point where I was like, Rojan, we got to create your TikTok, dude. You got to yeah. get something. He didn't want to do it at first. And I was like, dude, let's create one. Yeah. So I created it for him. He made a few. You can tell which ones are his. And he does several <laughs> ones he does. Um, and then I just took over. And then it just blew up. I remember I went to sleep, woke up to like my phone just kept going off. I had to cut on mute. And the dude had like maybe 6,000, then it got to 20,000, 30, and 40, and people just kept falling, falling. So now he's over 110, I think, right now. So it's 110,000. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how did you end up with your role with Roman? Like, how did you start in motorsport, I guess, is my question. Um, so, I started with NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, first, it was late model, which is a smaller division. And I skipped like truck series expanding went straight to cup and then the owner that i was with at the time came over here mm-hmm. so i was like i don't want to do indycar i don't know anything about indycar <laughs> i grew up nascar that's so all i know so um i came here the first year i had to learn all these new faces so it um it, i was nervous at first mm-hmm. very nervous and then uh, i started knowing the right people the big people i need to know and here i am now so yeah. It's fun uh, seeing the old faces. Yeah, uh, you're the star. No, we we no. already ran into someone you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm just an average person. So, but no, that's how it started, and then I went to NHRA, which is drag racing, which Clay Milliken got the uh, world record and uh, the other day. So proud of him. Congrats. Yes. <laughs> um, I haven't done motocross yet or anything like that. It's only been anything with four wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four wheels, nice. Mm-hmm. And all American series, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Eventually, I'll, I'll probably go overseas, but yeah. I don't know yet. Think an F1? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, it happens. I'm not for sure if we'll do that yet, but if it happens, maybe. Now, I am doing a series with Emsa with, and with Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. So, nice. everybody's Italian. So, <laughs> uh, I love them. They accent cracks me up. So. Gotta learn some Italian. Trying. It's yeah. hard though. It's hard. I'm still trying to learn French and it's still not working. So, oh, yeah. Just gotta get Duolingo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> hopefully, someday I'll learn both. Yeah, definitely. So, well, I guess as someone who came into IndyCar, no, not knowing much about it, mm-hmm. what would your biggest piece of advice or, or biggest things that you'd want to let somebody else that's new to IndyCar know? Like, what it depends on what they're doing or what they're trying to do. Yeah, like... So like, marketing or digital stuff? Or just anything? Anything, yeah. Uh, be yourself, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I thought I probably had to change. I kind of brought change to IndyCar with the bright shoes. I ain't got them on today, but they weren't too happy about it, but now they love it. Um, 
just like I said, be you, uh, be a sponge, suck everything in and talk to people and then you start knowing the right faces again and then it'll help you grow. That's all it was, just yeah. talking to people. Yeah. So, uh, and then if you have any questions, just ask people. And over here, they really helpful with that. So yeah. I'm blessed to say a lot of people that help me here, uh, I still talk to and yeah. still get advice from. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then a last, I think, thing from my side. Any season predictions you want to call out right away off the top? In this season or in IndyCar or anywhere else? IndyCar and anywhere else. NASCAR, I'm going to start with NASCAR. Uh, one of my good buddies, Ryan Blaney, 12 car with Penske. I feel he have a strong car. Hopefully, we can get a championship this year. Uh, hopefully. Um, IndyCar, of course, my guy grows on. Uh, I hope we get a lot of races. Uh, be contenders for the championship. That's the goal. Yeah. Anyway, but I can see that happening. Uh, he feels F- good good in the car this year. And- yeah, yeah. Uh, F1, ooh. Uh, I love Danny Ricardo. Don't get, uh, <laughs> I love uh, Danny. Danny's my, he's a good good dude. Um, I love you, Danny, uh, but uh, I love Lewis. I'm, I've been a Lewis guy for a while, um, but I also so like Pierre. Pierre, though, Pierre's pretty, yeah. pretty stout. So, but I'm going to say uh, Mercedes all the way. Lewis Hamilton, eighth world championship? If that happens, yes. And Lewis, if you ever see this, you need to come over here and uh, try one of these cars at least once. Come on over to IndyCar, Lewis. That would be crazy. Could you imagine? If Lewis drove in the Indy 500. This line would probably be long. Oh, my gosh. That would It would be pandemonium. It would be scary. It would probably be scary. Yeah. I would hate it for his PR people. <laughs> Jesus. It was, it was hard for me with Grosjean our first year. Yeah. So it, was by, it was like thousands and thousands of people. So and so, is your your role in in things like what just happened out in front here with the autograph session? Your role is to kind of control the crowd, or no? no, no. Thank goodness, no. <laughs> uh, myself, is just get behind the scenes stuff for him and his content. People want to see behind the scenes. Uh, what you see on cameras. Yeah. But it's nothing like behind the scenes and getting that experience to see what he do and how the fans react with him. So I. I just make sure he gets to places, make sure uh, <laughs> nobody harm him, and uh, video and have fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, have a fantastic weekend. Tell Roman we are all at Family One wishing him a great weekend. Yeah, I would definitely tell him that because he'd probably be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 but, uh, yeah, I'll let him know for sure. All righty. IndyCar Day 2 is all set, all done. Um, big thing for today was quali for the IndyCar series. Um, but there were a couple other races. There was also quali for Indy Next. All was super, super fun. Really enjoyable, hot. Um, I mean, it is Southern Florida, but um, I did get more sunburned. Did not learn my lesson yesterday. And now I have a really nice cherry red right arm because of where where the sun's at and where my seat is it's just all going on my right arm um could be worse i guess but yeah we'll jump right into it so huge day for roman grosjean huge day for andretti in general um roman took pole you might recognize the name roman grosjean if you're an f1 fan and maybe not so much of an indycar fan that's because he used to drive for haas 
Um, he was the one that had that really huge crash in 2020 um, where, you know, stuck in the fire, climbed out, was incredible, earned himself the nickname The Phoenix. He's now driving an IndyCar, took pole for this year's Grand Prix, this year's St. Pete Grand Prix at least. Um, it's a really strong start to the season for him. P2, Colton Herta, also from Andretti. You also might recognize his name. There were a lot of rumors last year that uh, AlphaTauri was trying to get him into their open seat before they signed Nick DeVries, but there were some issues with his super license. He doesn't technically have enough super license points to be a Formula One driver, so they were trying to get that waived. Didn't end up happening, um, but he's doing great over here at IndyCar, P2. Rounding out the top three, we have Pato Award, drives for Aero McLaren. You also might recognize his name. Uh, if you're a Formula One fan, he is a McLaren Formula One reserve driver. Uh, so strong, strong representation from Formula One in in this, this top six that we see here. Um, rounding it out for top four, uh, Marcus Erickson is going to be starting fourth. He is currently racing for Chip Ganassi. He won the Indy 500 in the 2022 season, so pretty solid start for him as well this season. And you might recognize his name because he was Charles Leclerc's first teammate over at Alfa Romeo in 2019, I believe it was. Um, fifth is going went to Scott McLaughlin. Uh, he drives for Team Penske. He won the St. Pete Grand Prix in 2022. But he had a pretty big spin towards the end of quali, so he's he's going to be starting fifth. And rounding out that top six, Kyle Kirkwood, also from Andretti. So three Andretti cars in the top six. Good for them. Very exciting day. Um, and Kyle did actually have a crash as well in, in the final round of quali. So um, now you might be hearing this and saying, well, Jamie, if Scott McLaughlin had a huge spin and Kyle Kirkwood crashed, why are they fifth and sixth? That is because the IndyCar quality is is very, I would say, very, very different from Formula One quality. Their practice sessions are pretty much the same, but when it comes to quality, the way that it works is they divide the field in half, um, pretty much randomly, and the first group goes out. So the first half of the drivers, they go out, they do their quality, it's like 15 minutes, and then the top six from that group, and then the top six from the second half of the grid, who goes out and then does their quality, they go, the top six from each group then goes and does what's called the Fast 12. So they're competing for, the Fast 12 is competing for grid positions one through 12. Everybody else that didn't make it into the Fast 12 gets placed in order underneath them. Um, then the top six from the Fast 12 then go and they do the Fast 6. Um, that's where the competing for pole actually happens and then everybody else slots in underneath them based on their times. So fastest time in the Fast 6 obviously gets pole and then it slots down from there. So if you have a crash in say the Fast 12, you're still gonna be starting 12th. Um, so really interesting to see this different format live. Um, you know, I've obviously watched it before, but it was really cool. Also, just with 
the IndyCar setup and how it is. You get to be really close, up close and personal. Um, so I, where my seat is, I'm right behind Scott McLaughlin, um, right diagonally across from Alex Palou, who actually just got edged out um, into P7 in his quality round. So um, got to see see him, see him do his interviews and everything. You're right up there, which is really, really cool. Um, when you're in the paddock, drivers will just walk by. Simu Liu was here today, which was interesting. I didn't even realize it was him until it was just, I thought it was a driver coming because there was a crowd. And then he walked by and I didn't really notice because I was looking for a driver. And then someone behind me was like, can we get a picture? And I turned around and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Simu Liu. Loved you on Selling Sunset. <laughs> I know he's in movies, but if you watch Selling Sunset, you know that Chrishell tried to sell him a house. Um, but another thing that I've noticed that I, I'm kind of surprised about, I, did, I wasn't expecting there to be so much Formula One merch, both people wearing it and it's actually being sold. And not just, I guess I expected like a McLaren because they have a Formula One team and an IndyCar team, but there's Ferrari merch, Red Bull merch, um, all on sale, just like at the merch stands with all the IndyCar merch. Um, and then so many people are wearing F1 merch. It's actually really cool. We, you, I saw someone wearing a Renault shirt today. It was like vintage, love it. Um, I've seen some Daniel Ricardo merch. I saw a bunch of people in Aston Martin merch, which, you know, they did a very, very solid job in, in F1 quality today. So got to represent. Um, but really, it's been a really, really cool experience so far. Um, I am about to go get some dinner, chill out. Big day tomorrow. It's race day and should be really fun, really exciting. And I'll keep you updated. We're back. IndyCar race day is complete, and what a race day it was. It was insane. Um, to set the scene, I started out, my best friend Erin and her dad uh, joined us, or joined me, um, and it was super fun to have some friends there, people to chat with during, during the race start. Um, you know, all was good, did driver introductions, all that looked good. We, um, where we were sitting, got to see Pato get in his car, and that was really exciting, see all of the, the lead up. Um, race begins, there is an immediate six car pileup at turn three of lap one. Um, so I'm gonna try my best to tell you who was involved in what, but you'll as i go through this you'll you'll understand why um i might get a couple things wrong just due to the absolute volume of incidents there were in this race so in the first lap turn three incident santino ferrucci hit helio castronovas um which then sent helio into a spin he hit simon panjad and Dale Coyne Racing's, this is his real name, Stingray Rob. Um, and then further up the grid, those, those were cars kind of further back, um, 
But further up the grid, there was another incident with McLaren's Felix Rosenquist, who hit kind of the back of Scott Dixon's car. So his car was damaged as well. So turn three, there's an immediate red flag. The entire track was blocked. All the cars came back into the pits. It was about a 20-ish minute red flag. Um, Luckily, everyone was okay. Race restarts. Um, Roman Grosjean and Colton Herta, both from Andretti, are still up at the front. Pedro Award right behind them. Marcus Erickson um, kind of rounding out that top four. And all was well for a bit. Uh, but then David Maluka's car uh, collided with Marcus Armstrong, um, causing a yellow flag. So under that safety car, same as Formula One, they're driving behind this this safety car. That gets resolved. (laughs) The race restarts. There's a few laps that go on. And then Colton Herta tries to overtake a car. He had had by this point fallen back. His tires were getting pretty old. Um, Tries to overtake, runs off hits the barrier, another safety car, and a DNF for Colton Herta. (sighs) And we're not done yet. Um, So then another, after that safety car, at this point, the runnings are Scott McLaughlin is in the lead, Roman Grosjean is right behind him, Pato Award is behind Grosjean, and Marcus Erickson is behind Pato Award. Grosjean has more pace and he has the warmer tires. Um, so McLaughlin had had gone into the pits. He's coming out on cold tires. Grosjean is, has the pace to pass him. He going into the, I believe it's the first few turns. I can't quite remember. I feel like everything happened at turn three, but that could just be my sunburnt brain. <laughs> um, but Grosjean goes in to go pass. McLaughlin, McLaughlin, in my opinion, looked like he turned a little wide. He hits Roman Grosjean. They both crash into the barriers. Roman Grosjean, the pole sitter, and looked all like he was going to retake the lead of this race and win. DNF'd. Uh, McLaughlin was able to make it back to the pits. They fixed his car, and he was able to continue. Um so another yellow flag i think that was the last of the red flags but from there um so at at that point at race restart it's now pato award in the lead marcus erickson a good amount behind him i would say probably 15 ish car lengths um and sorry, I'm looking at my notes because there was so much. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. But we'll go with this. So Pato's leading pretty comfortably. And going into around lap like 60, there was 100 laps, Marcus Erickson starts to close the gap. He, by like 10 laps left, manages to actually close the gap pass Pato Award and Marcus Erickson is our St. Pete 2023 
Grand Prix winner. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to Chip Ganassi Racing. Tough, tough day for Andretti. They had a really, really strong start in quali. Um, but both of their, their top two, one and two racers, did not end up finishing the race. Pedro Award finished in P2. Scott Dixon rounding out the top three, also from Chip Ganassi Racing. Uh, so strong, strong day for our Chip Ganassi fans. Very exciting for us. Um, I'm taking some some happiness from this because the Formula One race in Bahrain did not go in my Ferrari fan heart's way. But we'll talk more about that when I'm back and uh, with Alex back home. Um, but yeah, overall, incredibly eventful race. Really, really exciting. Really cool environment. Uh, I'll post some clips of, of kind of the view that we had and, and some of that stuff. Um, really cool to see, you know, up close and personal, those pit stops and everything. The smell of burnt rubber. I don't know if I will ever be able to get out of my nose, uh, but I can't complain. It was super, super fun. Um, and very, very long weekend. Very hot. I know it's South Florida, but wow, it was it was toasty. If you're watching this on video, you can see my bright, bright red shoulders and arms. It's all good. I'll put some aloe on it. Um, but yeah crazy race uh other notable things rookie marcus armstrong who did have um a collision he did end up finishing uh 11th so good for him um our our good good pal stingray finished 16th he's also a rookie so you know still still finished the race which in a race like this is impressive out of 27 cars I believe like something like 10 or 11 didn't finish the race. Filled with collisions, filled... I don't think there was anybody that had any sort of mechanical errors. It was all collision-based. Also, that has to do kind of with the, the track at St. Pete. Um, it's a pretty narrow track. Sort of, I'd compare it a little bit to Monaco. It's very narrow and kind of hard to pass. And... For the vast majority of the the track, the walls are these concrete walls. So there's no real like saving it if you if you make a mistake, if you touch the barrier, you're pretty much out. Um, there's not a whole lot of areas where there's like runoff or gravel, so not a whole lot of room for error. Um, but a very exciting start to the the season. Um, We'll see, I guess, where it goes from here, but strong start for Chip Ganassi. I'm excited about that. Strong start for McLaren. Um, they also, so they took second with Pito Award, and then Alexander Rossi took fourth. So top four positions, it was two Chip Ganassi, Ganassi cars and two Aaron McLaren cars. So um, good for them. And I guess we'll see what happens with the rest of the season. I mean, it's a long season. The unique thing about IndyCar is there's different kinds of tracks. So this was a street track. There's there's a good amount of those, but we also have you know the classic like Indy 500 style ovals. Um, so we'll see kind of I guess where the rest of the season goes. 
if this is any indication, it looks like Chip Ganassi is, is looking strong, but you know, you never know because they didn't look super, super strong in, in quality yesterday. They, you know, Andretti dominated. So we will see. I um, have had a lot, a lot of fun. I think you can hear I'm almost losing my voice, but I'll keep everybody updated on, on the IndyCar corner of the world, but we'll be back with our regularly scheduled Formula One programming back to weekly episodes because the season is back. Um, So you'll be hearing my voice again very, very soon. Uh, But until then, have a great day and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.